0: Welcome to the Intentional Leaders Podcast with Cindy Wentland. This is episode 62, Diagnosing Conflicts. What is really going on? Hi, I'm Cindy, an educator, certified coach, and passionate learner on all things leadership related. It seems like just yesterday I was fresh out of grad school wanting to make my way in the world, longing to make a difference to people, to team, to the business. I know this is going to sound a little weird, but I do love teaching classes on conflict because typically it's so freaking stressful and most of us don't like to deal with it and we avoid it. See episode 54, where I talk about conflict sucking, (laughs) because there's some darn good reasons for it. And sadly, though, what we don't think about is the long-term damage that lingering conflict does to our trust and rapport with other people and also our stress levels. So in this particular episode, I want you to think about a recent conflict that you've had. This could be work or home, or perhaps one that you had to coach an employee on, which is also a really important perspective here because research suggests that when we're good role models for conflict, our employees become more effective at it as well. And I know you guys all want that. The dark side is that most employees don't think their managers are very good at it. Yikes. So this is an important area to master. Do you have your example in mind? All right. So I'm gonna share six common types of conflict. I am not sure of the original source for these types of conflicts. I wish I knew who in their brilliance developed these six types and explained them originally, but I came across this many, many years ago. And I'm confident that you're gonna see how these six conflict types also align in your scenario because they make so much sense. And the important part of knowing the type of conflict you're in well, then you'll be better equipped to navigate through the conflict. I won't say it's going to be easy, but it will be easier if you foundationally know where the conflict is coming from. Let's go through the six. The first type of conflict is interpersonal. Maybe you're the planner, the organized one, the one who meets all the deadlines well in advance, and Joe is on your team. Disorganized, unstructured, Most of the time gets it done, but the process is messy and painful. You dislike Joe as your partner on your team because of those differences in our interpersonal style. Those interpersonal differences can actually turn into dislike. We get frustrated with other people for what we believe is an annoying habit, and we just want them to change. So what would make the situation better? is if Joe became organized, planful, and met all the timeframes, maybe even in advance of the deadline. (laughs) That's what we want in an interpersonal conflict, is we want to change the other person. All right, do you see that in yours? Let's go on to the second one. The second type of conflict is a difference in goals. Perhaps you're all about client relationships, nurturing them, uncovering new needs, dinners and discussions about family are your jam. Let's take Alex though, not so much. It's all about project profitability, the bottom line. His perspective? Why waste time eating dinner when you can be drumming up new clients, potentially more lucrative ones? Discussing family? No way. How do you know if you're in a conflict around goals? Typically, our ideas or our approach wouldn't necessarily create the best outcome for the other person. Number three is limited resources. This whole conflict is about scarcity. Whenever we don't have enough either time or money or resources, and I know sometimes that feels like all the time, I mean, when do we really have everything we need? And when we don't, our ideas about how to use the scarce resources may actually differ. Maybe you want to protect and preserve the little pot of gold. And I think, well, we have to spend money to make money. So whenever we have to compete for scarce resources, that is a conflict around limited resources. The next one is about values. And by a show of hands, how many of your mothers told you not to talk about money or religion or politics at work? Because mom knows best. She knows that fundamentally, our beliefs and our values most likely won't change by a superficial or even a lengthy, deep, and spirited conversation with someone who believes and values something different. Which is why in the current world we live in, this is a masterclass in value clashes and how not to resolve them. You can think about so many different conflicts at work that are associated with values. Think about this, tradition versus originality. Individual focus versus group focus, stability versus risk-taking, competition versus collaboration. Anytime when we're facing some deep-seated differences about beliefs or principles or ideas that guide our behavior, we're in a values conflict. Unfortunately, these are some of the most difficult to resolve in the workplace. It's not necessarily the values per se that are getting in the way, but it's the inability to accept those differences. We judge each other based on those differences rather than understanding and accepting them and frankly, honoring them. The next conflict style number five is about performance problems because maybe you have someone on your team that's not performing up to standards and you have to deal with it. And maybe they don't even understand or agree with your feedback. Maybe they refuse to change. Maybe they agree to change and passively resist it. I've encountered those folks before, (laughs) meaning they say yes to the area that you want them to improve, but no change happens. But performance issues don't necessarily just have to correlate with a boss and manager relationship. It could also be a coworker or a peer or your boss. Maybe they're not meeting what you believe are the standards and expectations for the job and no one is dealing with it and you are not pleased. The last one, number six, is about power struggle. A power struggle is any use of power in a way that is not constructive. Think about someone who might be territorial about projects or resources, or someone who is hoarding information they don't want to share it. Think about a long-tenured employee who refuses to adopt a new process or procedure or use new technology because their way works just fine. Or maybe a seasoned manager who uses their power coercively to get things done or get things done their way through either implied threats or pressure, manipulation, or emotional sabotage? Yuck. So those are the six conflict types. Which ones did you see in your example? Because there can absolutely be more than one. And yes, all six can even be involved. And if this happens, we have to determine at the core, which one is most important or which one is most actionable in terms of starting the conversation to navigate the conflict. It is really important to know this and be clear on what the conflict is, because this makes our strategy to resolve the conflict much more deliberate. Like when your mom told you to avoid all those values discussions, That's actually an excellent conflict choice when the value doesn't affect our work or the quality of the outcomes that we need to produce together. And sometimes when it's a matter of limited resources or even a conflict around goals, compromise might be an excellent strategy. Compromise is also something that most of us are used to doing because it's a form of bargaining. And when we look at the facts and data to make choices, with both parties bending just a little to get to an acceptable solution. And yes, sometimes it's also okay to accommodate to someone else. Let them have their way, so to speak, especially when it causes no particular harm to you. Remember Joe, messy and disorganized and still gets it done? You can choose to let this go. In fact, it's just Joe. So next time you or those around you are in a conflict, remember these six types and try to diagnose what is going on. Is it interpersonal? Is it a conflict around the goals that you're trying to accomplish? Is it about the limited resources and feeling that time, people, or money are scarce? Is it a conflict around our values and our fundamental beliefs? Is this around poor performance? Or are you in a power struggle? Identify which of those conflict types are occurring and use this as a foundation for the discussion and the strategy of how to resolve the conflict. I promise you, it won't make it easy, but it will make it easier to navigate through the discussion when you know what's going on. And because you know, I love a good quote. Here's a great one by Dolores Huerta. She said, When you have a conflict, That means there are truths that have to be addressed on each side of the conflict. And when you have a conflict, it's an educational process to try to resolve the conflict. And to resolve that, you have to get people on both sides involved so that they can dialogue. When we start to think about conflict as a dialogue where we come together and discuss rather than argue, that's a beautiful thing. So I love her mindset. And I hope that you can channel this mindset in your next conflict or when you're coaching someone to do so. Thanks as always for listening. And if you find these podcasts helpful, please feel free to share them with someone else. Because I bet your mom told you that too. Sharing is caring. Have a great week.